Alright, how's it going everyone? Thanks for joining me on a new episode of the Music Review Podcast. My name's Josh, and yeah, today we're doing a new album review. The title of the album is I Smelt, and the band is Crumb. This album was released on April 30th, 2021, so it's uh, about a month ago now. And uh, yeah, episode 59 of the album review series. Uh, pretty interesting band, Crumb. Uh relatively new as well only been act they've only been active since around 2016 released their debut not too long ago honestly in 2019 so i'll be discussing at least most of their discography on this episode as well and yeah i've been interested in uh talking about this band at least since uh this podcast formed uh they're kind of an interesting distinct sounding indie rock band with tons of influence coming from different things like psych rock uh, maybe even some light dream pop in there with like a hint of like experimental, uh, you know, attributes taken from multiple genres uh, that come from like maybe stuff like jazz or like lounge music. I don't know. It's uh, it's all there with Crumb at times. And uh, just before we get started, I just want to let everyone know new album reviews out uh, that dropped not too long ago, a few days ago. From uh, J. Cole's uh, latest album titled The Off Season. The album actually surprised me quite a bit. I dug it more than I thought I would. And uh, yeah, just an interesting listen overall. Uh, probably one of the better hip-hop albums I've heard in a while. And probably of this year thus far. So uh, go ahead and check out that album if you have not. I recommend it. And then also check out the review if you have some time. And then with that being said, also a new episode of Best and Worst Track of the Week. Uh, released uh, a few days ago as well. For the week of May 22nd, there is a, this was a pretty uh, standard episode with uh, tons of singles from various artists like Blake Shelton, uh, Pink, Don Tolliver, Lil Tecca, Coldplay, uh, Trippy Red, who played with Cardi, and a single from J. Cole as well in there. And the best track ended up being from Coldplay, worst track ended up being from Pink, if you're interested uh, in the episode a little bit. Check out uh, that episode, uh, Best and Worst Track of the Week, that just came out. And a new one will be, of course, dropping in a few days with uh, what I expect is a J. Cole album bomb. But it looks like we'll have some more tracks in there from, I think, that Nicki Minaj mixtape that came out not too long ago. So, um, yeah, be looking forward to that. And uh, that's pretty much all I have for uh, podcast announcements. But anyways, let's go ahead and get to the gist of this episode. All right, so just to dig a little bit further into Crumb. They're an American indie rock band formed in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, although really the band is currently based in Brooklyn, and I think most of the members are possibly from Brooklyn. The band basically formed uh, while all four members were in college and met each other. And that basically led on to them independently releasing two EPs, one self-titled Crumb in 2016 and the next one in 2017, a year later, titled Lock It. And in 2019, the band released their debut album, which was met with, uh, you know, critical acclaim and some notoriety um, in the overall, I guess, indie blogosphere. The band has quite a distinct sound to them. Uh, that is, uh, can be described as maybe like a psychedelic slacker rock, which I think comes from the relaxed nature of most of their tracks, honestly. The band certainly leans on the side of making their music fit a certain aesthetic that creates a distinct mood when listening. One of those things that you can certainly know when you hear it. Uh, it's something I 
really dug from the band when I first uh, heard the single Locket for the first time around, I think, 2018, although I think it was released earlier than that. Um, and really, I thought the band was original in the overall context of like the saturated indie rock genre. And I admittedly should have dug deeper into the band's limited discography at the time, but I kind of kept my interest at a casual level. Uh, but, you know, it. At, with that being said, I still um, never really lost interest or sight of the band. Um, I think I did end up listening to their debut album, Jinx, when it was released in 2019. But uh, for whatever reason, I guess it didn't really... Um, it didn't really hook on to me uh, as maybe I was expecting or I was just I was interested in other acts or artists at the time for whatever length of time. So um, but I went back <clears throat> and checked out Jinx again uh, because I like hearing what the band was where the band was at uh, an album prior to reviewing their latest album. And honestly, from what I found from Jinx was that the album was quite consistent and I really left appreciating the band's ability to have their own sound that was distinct all throughout the album. And I didn't really hate uh, anything off of the album either or dislike. So like by consistent, I guess everything was good to average. And the album opens up with a track called Crackling, um, you know, sounding like it sounds honestly like most of the band's discography, um, but it ends on uh, an interesting note with an instrumental interlude that is guided by like a wonky sounding trumpet or brass, like maybe saxophone thing of that nature. Uh, gives the overall mood of the track a bit of uncertainty. I thought it colored that that was a nice, interesting shade of color there uh, on that track. Ghost Ride, uh, the next tr one of the next track, displays the band's more catchy and pop-centric side that can feel quite low-key but not overbearing. Um, and then Fall Down uh, stays with an upbeat nature, some bright synth textures, and a bouncy bass line that guides the track nicely. Uh, another track, And It Never Ends, opens up quite uncomfortably but then transitions to a quite uh, slow pace, uh, compound time signature feel. Which gives the track a nice pace to add as much sludginess, tech, sludgy textures, uh, which creates an eerie mood on the track. It's quite interesting to listen to. Uh, and the album overall, like I was saying, it stays quite consistent uh, with what the band aims to do. Uh, nothing really too out of left field ever comes other than some purposely put uncomfortable sounds or textures uh, that are obviously used to create some sort of effect or contrast from the typical palette that the band's usually uh, doing. And, uh, and, and, and what's really is interesting is just, it ends up sounding, you know, just distinct or original to the act. Like if you were to play crumbs music out of a lineup of contemporary acts, um, I, I think it would be, it wouldn't be much of a challenge to pick them out if you didn't give me the artists, um, and you put them up to other bands that they're currently making similar or like, you know, low key, uh, you know, ambient indie rock. Um, there's a lot of dream pops that sound a lot like, uh, but I can't really point out a lot of acts that sound exactly like Crumb. Other than maybe um, Men I Trust, but Men I Trust honestly goes about it a different way. They lean more on the dream pop side. 
Uh, I don't know what Crumb's doing. It just feels more experimental, but, you know, it's not too complex. At the end of the day, it's pretty simple stuff. Um, and, and not simple in the way that, like, they're not playing anything challenging. It's just, it's just very, I guess, digestible or easily digestible in a sense at times. And going into this new album, I Smelt, um, honestly, I think the band, for the most part, does change things up a little bit differently. Um, Going into this on like the first listen, I was expecting a crumb album, and this certainly is a crumb album. Um, it's not like they went in a whole entirely new direction. I will say maybe they incorporate some more psychedelic rock elements. It certainly sounds at times like early Tame Impala or something of that nature. Um, but I left feeling, uh, quite uh, positive on the album. I, didn't, I won't necessarily say it's a grand improvement, but I guess it's a step in the right direction. I don't, I can't say after listening to Ice Melt a few times that I prefer it to Jinx, but in a sense, I think both albums uh, have their time and place and I can enjoy both of them. And starting for the track Up and Down, uh, I'm really digging the melodic guitar interlude passage that happens after the first verse. Uh, on this track, uh, the bright and dreamy synths aren't bad either. The bass line was a tad muddy, but uh, I just would have liked it to maybe have a, a more punch or just be a bit more clear. I'm not sure if like the more distorted lo-fi section made all that much sense, but it was interesting. And there's, a, there's maybe some usage of drum machines at points in the track. That's a bit different for the band. Uh, but I, I was a bit indifferent on this track, but it was certainly an interesting opener. Uh, the next track, BNR, this track wasn't that much of a highlight other than it's obviously a pretty standard crumb track. Uh, there's a nice anticipation, anticipation that's created before the drop on this track, uh, that's quite nice. And there's a 16th note hi hat pulse that is supporting the track at times that's quite good as well. I just wish that moment where we get that part was more elongated and developed as well. But the next track, Seeds, I find to be a highlight. Here we get some hazy, uh, fuzzy, thin guitar melodies that fill up the track nicely. Uh, what the track ultimately builds up to doesn't really pay off all that much, I think. But on this track, the vocals become a, a bit more spacey and held out. Uh, but in my opinion, they just lack a bit of like having much of an effect on the overall track. Uh, but the overall mood of the track is there. But the track can just feel a bit static by the end of its runtime. Um... And really what I found to be an interesting highlight about this track is that it's, it's a perfect example of Liz sounding a lot like early Tame Impala, like inner speaker type stuff. And that's kind of why I found the track to be a highlight because uh, this is the first time it really happens and it happens a bit more um, on the album, honestly. The next track, L.A., I felt was a bit undercooked. And also, I just kind of noticed on this track that the singers, the vocalists, the lead vocalist is quite reliant on some vocal effects track to track. Uh, it's practically a signature sound at this point of Crumb on this album. But yeah, it didn't really seem to take too much else uh, from this track. Uh, Gone, uh, I felt like this track wasn't bad. It sounded a bit like the track Locket for some reason, but it does have a nice opening groove. Uh, one of the better drum grooves on the album, pretty much. Um, I dig the eerie, colorful guitar lines that fill in space on this track. It, like I said, the, the track was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Uh, a highlight, though, I find afterwards is the 
the song Retreat, uh, we get a more standard psychedelic sounding track on here, but the track can sound a bit cluttered with how dominant uh, the held out synth chord is when it's going along with the busy bass line that's repeated over and over. Um, but yeah, it just felt a bit undercooked. The track honestly had some potential to it, uh, and it sounded honestly again on this track like really early Tame Impala inner speaker type stuff. Uh, Trophy. Uh, I like this track too. I, I dig the groove. Uh, has some sass to it. And the drum track really sounds nice and crisp on here. I dig the overall character on this track with how patient the vocal performance is handled. Um, and uh, I, I love the moment where the guitar and vocals are doubled with these overblown and distorted textures. It's an interesting track. Probably one of the highlights, uh, one of the po more positive highlights on this album. Balloon here, we get a more dancey and upbeat tempo and some more character on this track. I dig the hazy moments where the syncopation and the drums takes over and we get some nice synth melodies. Uh, and the drum track really helps make this track, especially with how prominent it is in carrying everything, while there's so many different textures and changes in the track. So uh, another highlight on this album. And I think this track can really serve it as, a, as an example of where Crumb's strong points lie as well. Uh, and honestly, we're pretty much towards the end of the album by this point. Uh, we have Tunnel, All That You Had. Uh, I thought this track was okay. Uh, there's a messy and chaotic ending that was quite refreshing to hear. Uh, I would have liked to have heard that more on this track and the album too as a whole. But by the time we reach this song on the album, I can get, kind of get a sense of some tracks really starting to sound a lot like each other. So I guess it just goes with crumb that you know overall keeping their consistency track to track but uh it maybe sounds a bit static uh by the end of the album uh but the last track ice melt was interesting it's um uh, it, it was it's kind of like a mid-tier track to end the album uh the interesting tone and effects on the melodic guitar interludes are just about the most interesting thing on here uh, but it's a bit short. Possibly there just could have been a little bit more done to the track overall. I felt like it had a lot of potential, but it just was cut a bit short. Uh, and then by the time we're just towards the end of this album, it's not a super long runtime. In terms of lengthy, it's quite standard. It's not too long, but it's also not too short. Uh, but overall, you know, I did have some, I guess, some qualms with a lot of the, you know, choices made on the album, but... Overall, it was a pleasant listen. I did knock it a bit, uh, I guess, for sounding a bit like inner speaker or something like that. But I felt, honestly, when that those things happened, I felt like the album was really onto something. Um, and, you know, they were at least doing something um, that was different in the overall discography of the band thus far. I, feel, I really felt like the album was just a bit uh, better when they maybe had some more dancey or upbeat grooves um, and it wasn't, uh, you know, too lethargic. So obviously when there's a bit more energy present, I feel like Crumb is more at their, uh, I guess, forte. But uh, not a bad album. If I had to rate it, I'd give it a 6 out of 10. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a bit mildly, but honestly, I think this band um, has a lot more left in the tank. Um, hopefully we get another project from this act because I really think they can do a lot of different things with their sound. Um, they maybe just need to uh, take more risks as well, but um, it's it wasn't a bad listen. 
I just felt like uh, we can get, you know, a project that is a bit more solid eventually from Crumb. But, hey, this was not bad for uh, a second album, and I, I'm glad this album... So, yeah, um, overall consensus, it's it's a good album. Um, can't really say too much else other than that. Um, honestly, I don't really know how the reception would be with an album like this. Um Maybe if you're familiar with this band, you might like them. Um, but if someone's maybe listening to Crumb uh, for the first time, uh, I don't know. It, it could go either way. There's certainly a lot of different things going on in their music. I feel perhaps maybe uh, most indie rock listeners can maybe take something away from their music. Uh, but I feel maybe the subdued and ambient and, I guess, distinct sound to them can be a challenge to people that maybe listen to uh i guess more heavier forms of rock or just different genres like uh, i don't know edm or hip-hop but then again crumb is sort of an experimental act that uh, you know kind of borrows from all sorts of different directions so at the end of the day maybe uh, you know just give this a try if you're uh, a bit interested in the album or artist at all uh you might find something you like from here and uh, I know I certainly did like a lot of moments on this album, uh, but that's just all my opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. And yeah, that'll be the review for Crumb's Ice Melts. If you stuck with me to the end of the episode, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're on there, if you like what you heard, leave a comment, good or bad. Uh, subscribe on your preferred listening service as well. But anyways, that's uh, that's it for me today. I'll see you guys later.